0: Be. is your host and love coach Nikki Lee. You know, is 2020 has been it's been strange, it's been a very unusual, stressful, emotional, strange year. I know out of my almost 55 years. Wow, that sounds weird. Um it's it's been by far the strangest can't say it's been the most emotional that was probably five years ago Um, but it has definitely been the strangest and you know this this week being election week um, no matter how things go this week I think it's safe to say that half the country is not going to be happy with the results and um this this is just going to be a week that like I said no matter what happens and we probably aren't going to have the results this week um everybody is going to have to find a way to handle the results of the election and it, it seems that handling disappointment, handling frustration isn't something people do like we seem to have done, say, 20, 30 years ago, even 10 years ago. People don't seem to do that like we used to. When when I was growing up, and come on, people, it wasn't that long ago, It, it was something that we just understood that we needed to do you know if you were disappointed if you were upset if you weren't happy with something you you dealt with it that was what we did you know we understood that life had disappointments you didn't always get what you want I mean there was a song that way if I remember right you know you didn't always get things your way there were there were a number of songs actually that went that way um, we we wanted certain things we preferred certain things but we knew that you know you you didn't always get your way life wasn't fair I mean these these sound like cliches but we we just understood that's how things were you know you you got your way sometimes you didn't get it all the time you know that's that's life and here again, like I said, a lot of those things, I'm, I'm hearing the theme songs that go with that music in my head, but it, it's not cliches. It's not just lyrics and songs. It, it truly is life. You don't get your way all the time, and you don't get mad. You don't get angry. You don't lash out on social media because th- this is how it is. You know, you don't get your way all the time. And just like that with like, elections, sometimes your person wins and sometimes your person doesn't, but you know what, in two years or four years or six years, depending on which position, there's going to be another election, and your person may or may not win that time. I I know there are people probably throwing things at me right now or at their phone or computer, but, you know, that is how our system works. And um, we we can have a protest or not, but this this is how the Constitution was written. This is how it works. And whether people agree with me or not, we we do have the best system in the world. Um, <clears throat> again, like I said, you may or may not agree, but the the other the other countries have a whole lot worse systems, and our our founding fathers, they, they knew what they were doing. They had, they had been in systems that didn't work, and they they put a whole lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and, and a whole lot of people died to give us this system that we have. I'm actually, each, each Monday, and actually for the last four Mondays, I've been in an uh, online class learning Details about the Constitution and the Founding Fathers. and It's been, it's been incredible, actually. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've got two more weeks. And I um, actually signed up to be a Constitution coach. I'm really, really enjoying that. Totally off subject. Sorry, that's not what I wanted to talk about tonight. But I'm thinking that, that this is a really good day, a really good week, to talk on the show about um, our emotional health. And some things that we can do, each and every one of us can do, to protect and improve our emotional health. And none of these are hard. I've I've actually got about 15 or 20 different suggestions for things that we can think about and we can do to look out for our emotional health. And I'm not going to suggest watch the news or get on social media. I don't think those are those are definitely not things I would recommend right now. Actually, not things I would recommend ever for your emotional health because they're not going to help. Um, one, let me see. I am may or may not hit all of these. So I'm going to have those on my website. So in case we don't get to all of these, they'll be on my website at readyforloveradio.com slash emotional health. So you can get those there, like I said, in case we don't get through all of them. You just never know. All right. Um, One is to practice gratitude. Now, (laughs) it's so easy to focus on what's not going right you know I and you know looking looking down through the Facebook news feed that that really people seem you, you see the complaints you see the complaints all the time and actually when I see the complaints consistently from the same people and it's not people that I'm really close to I I tend to unfriend people to complain all the time because yeah, life doesn't need the negativity all the time. Um, so think about it, and, and maybe like the first thing in the morning, and I, I love to suggest journaling, you know, if, if there's something you really need to work through, and especially if, if you're dealing with illness, I think it's great to just kind of vent and, and get a lot of these things out. I know I've had to, especially with, major illnesses I've done that but something else that you can journal about is like the first thing in the day or if you just kinda need to pick me up sometime during the day is you know have a notebook have have or or even get you I I love to do this when I'm at the dollar store is is get a neat notebook and at the dollar store you can do it for a buck And get you a a neat notebook with just a really fun cover or an interesting cover that just grabs your attention. And keep it handy. And open it up, put the date at the top of the page. And just think of five things you're grateful for. You know, just five things or even four or six or whatever. And just write down things you're grateful for. And sometimes you might struggle. it might be a really rough day, or it may be an awesome day, and you can think of ten you know but but get yourself in the habit of thinking of things you're grateful for, and that'll get you in a more positive frame of mind. You know you're not focusing on the negative, you're not thinking about the bad, but just. Get into a more positive mindset by being grateful. It sounds silly, but I'm telling you, it works. When you're thinking about being grateful and the good things in life, it helps you to get out of the more negative mindset. It does. So just just see. It it only takes you a few minutes, and it's a more positive, upbeat way to to spend at least a few minutes of your day. Okay. Now, it also leads right into my next point. It'll help to improve your attitude. Like I said, if you're already if you're already kind of kind of in a rut in thinking and being more negative, if you start thinking about the more positive and the things you're grateful for and the good stuff, it's going to help to improve your attitude. And I no kidding, if If you're already feeling bad or things are just really, really upsetting you, you know, anything you can do to start thinking about more positive stuff, I'm not kidding people. It really does help. Anything positive is going to help. Um, Even... Even when things are really have been really, really bad, okay, even when I've been in horrible shape in the hospital and I, I mean I, I'm not kidding when I tell you really bad shape in the hospital. We're talking horrible open heart surgery and was to the point where i I literally could not hardly move, okay had to had to push the button and have a nurse come in to even shift in the bed i was in such bad shape i you know i because you can still find something positive okay when it when the only positive thing was i woke up this morning because i survived the night okay when that's the only positive thought i could find you know that's 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 a pretty damn positive thought. You know, I did survive the night or I was just in a coma, but damn it, I woke up. You know, you got to tell me you had a more positive day than that. So, you know, there's got to be something positive going on in your day. All right. I could could really bring you down and tell you just how bad things have been at times, but I'm not going to. I am not going to do that to you you know there's always something positive going on in your day so so try to find it and like i said that's that's another reason to have a journal you know find what's positive going on and work at focusing on that it's too it's too easy especially on social media it amazes me how easy people fall into the complaining and the bitching and and all of that kind of thing, especially when they get on there with other people, you know, they can they can post something really super positive, and then they'll they'll get on a thread where people are complaining, and I mean their attitude changes just like that. So it you know the company you keep, folks, the company you keep, it just surround yourself with more positive people, and it helps your attitude. And it's amazing how much it changes, and and it really can impact your health. You you have all this negativity, and it, it's it makes an amazing difference. It really does. Now, be realistic. Being realistic makes a difference. You can. Are you realistic in what you expect now while we've been dealing with all this COVID stuff um in my opinion this may get me in trouble with some folks in my opinion the media has been how do I put this The media has been overly negative, okay? Um, There have been a lot of positive developments and the media is doing their best not to cover any of the positive developments. There is a lot of therapeutics that have been developed. Um, The treatment for, for COVID has come a long way in the last four, five, six months. Um, the Vaccines are coming along at record speeds. I, I actually just was talking with um, my case manager with my insurance company, and um, she, she's been doing this for years and is just amazed at how fast this is all progressing as far as treatments and, and vaccines and all that. Um, the mortality rate is just amazingly low right now so even though there are a lot of cases because there's a lot of uh, uh, testing being done the recovery rate which is not being covered by the media at all uh, the recovery rate is very high and so people who are getting it are actually getting well and they're getting well much faster than they were so Like I said, there there are a lot of cases, but the fact is, people are recovering and they're recovering quickly, and they're not getting nearly as sick as they were. So all the positives aren't being covered, but the the news, the things that I'm seeing in the news when I check it, which is very rarely anymore, because I just I'm trying to avoid the negativity. The news is focusing on the negative, not the positive, to keep people scared, which that's not healthy for anybody. Um, But it also keeps people scared, keeps people angry, which seems to be their goal. So are we being realistic about the situation? Are we being realistic about how to live our lives while still being safe? but not keeping ourselves stressed too much and keeping our emotions on edge and therefore being unhealthy so be be realistic check plenty of sources to get the full picture of what's going on and and dig into things you know make sure that you're getting the full story not just the headlines which i mean let, let's be serious the headlines are meant to grab your attention and get a reaction. They're not to give you the full story. You, you can't get the full story in 10 or 15 words. It's not possible. That, that's like, if if you want the full story, story, you, you you can watch a two-hour movie or you can read the book. If you read the book, you're going to get the really good story because you get all the details. All right. Now, One of the big things, and anybody that listens to my show knows, that I'm a huge, huge proponent of loving yourself first and foremost, and then you're in a better position to love other people. Now, this is going to sound kind of funny, I know, but just bear with me. It's very, very important to be a friend to yourself. Now, that means... A lot of different things, but first of all, cut yourself some slack, okay? You know, if if you're having if you're having a, a crazy day, be nice to yourself, okay? You know, I I've had to I pretty much almost every job I've had, I work well over forty hours. That's just forty hours is is kind of like a, a Week off. I've, I've joked about that for years, and actually, I I went to the beach to, to do a bunch of research for one of my books, and and I actually put in 40 hours that week. I I, I was cracking up when I realized I, I was on vacation, and and worked 40 hours. Um. But it and so after after having my dissection five years ago, it it took some real work on my part to realize that um my my body won't let me work sixty or eighty hours anymore. It literally will not let me do that. so there are times when I'll be working and and my body just will not let me work anymore, okay, and I'll be working and I'll be like writing something or doing whatever, and then I'll all of a sudden I'll kind of open my eyes and realize that I just went to sleep. Thank goodness I work from home, right? Um, But I'll, I'll push it and push it and push it and be doing something. And although my, my eyes are, are starting to close and, and I'll, I'll be like, no, 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 I'm not done. You know, so I'll, I'll keep pushing myself. So I've, I've learned that when I'm getting that tired, I have to just get to a stopping point and I have to just, you know, either lay my head back or lay my head down or whatever and just take a nap because I just, my body's just like, no, enough, you know. Um, So you've got to be a friend of yourself and listening to your body and when it's telling you enough, just give yourself a break. Now, I'm not saying, you know, take the whole day off all the time but there are times when you just need a break or just just give yourself give yourself credit when you need to you know i i've got and, and i was talking to a friend about this the other day and i told her cuz she she's been a single mom for years even even when she was still with her husband and their dad she did not get the help from him that she needed you know, and I and I see her post on Facebook, and I I see her running herself ragged to give them everything they need, and and she just doesn't give herself the credit she should. And I was fussing at her the other day, and I'm like, "Would you please just understand? You are doing and have done everything possible that you can, and just give yourself credit, you know." And sometimes you just you've got to. Just take a step back and see yourself the way other people do and realize you're doing everything you possibly can. You know, be your own friend. Stop being overly critical of yourself and realize what you're doing. You know, give yourself credit. And give yourself a pat on the back. You know, there's times you deserve a pat on the back. And don't be afraid to give it to yourself. I've had a problem with this for years. I I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So, So be your own friend and give yourself a break. Now, something that's important, too, is to set goals for yourself now I would I would kind of combine that with being realistic now you don't you don't want to set goals that are too small because that's kind of boring okay if you set goals that are too small and like say it only takes you a couple hours to reach them that's boring okay that, that yeah that, that's no challenge so make them challenging but make them realistic okay so so maybe maybe set a goal that's going to take you at least at least a few weeks or a month or so to reach okay and then once you do that make the next goal something that's going to take you 2 months to reach okay so so make them more challenging each time but don't don't set your first goal something that's going to take you 6 months to reach because that's discouraging Okay, that's like Ugh, I'm never going to get there. You know, <laughs> you know or or something that that like, you know, don't don't make your first goal like a 5-year goal cuz it's it's you know, 5-year goals you may or may not get there. Okay, but like shorter make you can you can set a 5-year goal, okay? But but have little intermittent goals. How what, what do you have to do on the way to a five-year goal, okay? What what are kind of stepping stone goals that you have to reach to get to that? What What's it going to take you to get to that and make your plans and how, how do you get there? What, what's got to happen in the meantime to get you to that? So you understand what I mean? How how do you get yourself to the big goal, but have other smaller goals in the meantime? Um, don't make it so big that you you know that the, the chance of getting there is like slim to none. Because like I said, you don't want to make it so big that it's just it's overwhelming. Because that's 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 not encouraging. That's just like oh my goodness, I'm never going to get there. <laughs> you know, that's not good. Cause and then once you set your goals, then you got to work to get there, and and you might even you might even set goals with other people, and then you encourage each other. That could be good. All right, now practice mindfulness. About what? Maybe a year ago, I did a show on mindfulness, and how how much are you aware? Of what's going on around you, you know. It seems like with with COVID, we're so um. Every, everything seems like we're just so isolated in the last like six or eight months. You know, we're we're not. It, I was I was at a doctor's appointment over at UVA back about a month and that about a month ago. And I, I had time between appointments, and and you know, so I was I was sitting in the lobby, and I was just kind of watching people. And you, it was interesting watching. I love watching people anyway, get ideas for stories that way, and characters. But it was interesting watching how some people. Everybody had a mask on, of course. And I was watching how some people. You could you could tell they were they wanted to interact with other people okay and and they were making a point of of nodding to each person they went by okay and, and some nodded back and some didn't and then you saw other people and they would they were making sure that they weren't going anywhere near anybody and then they were even making the effort to like they they weren't close to people but they were also even like how do I describe this um, they weren't close to people, but if, if there was anybody, even, even five or ten feet away, they were even, like, shrugging their shoulders away, you know? And it was just being sure that, that doing everything in their power to be as far away as they possibly could. I mean, they they were nowhere near anybody else you know, and it was, it was just like, just get away, get away, get away, you know, and, and, like I said, they weren't anywhere close, but they were like trying to repel people, it was, it was just really strange, seeing just how much they were, just like they were pushing people away, you know, I mean, social distancing is one thing, But trying to repel people that was just weird to watch it really was um and then the other people when when you walked up to some people and I mean when I walked by them, I was staying away but but still you know saying hello and acknowledging other humans because I I just do that you know I can't just walk by and ignore people I, I just I can't do that um and it was, it was so interesting, some of the people, they just, I mean, you just see their eyes light up, and they're like, hi! They were so relieved to, to like, interact with another person. I mean, that's that's how I am. I I can't stand the just ignoring people stuff. Um, but it just, it's been interesting to see how people are reacting with all of this. You know, and I've seen some people on Facebook, and they're looking at things, and, and they, they don't even want to have to be, be in the same I I I mean they don't want to have to touch other human beings in any way and they don't want to have to I mean it's it's like they would go off on a whole separate planet if they could Um, and I mean I'm I'm high-risk person because of all the things that I've been through in the last you know that I went through in the last half of 2019 but it's um it's just it's interesting to see how people are handling well i don't know if handling is the right word but how they're going through this Uh, i'll put it that way but um practicing mindfulness that's where i started um so how aware are you of the things that are going on around you um the more aware you are of your surroundings and what's going on and the details, and not just being told what's happening, but actually knowing what's going on around you, uh, can make a big difference as far as your emotions. Uh, if you're being told what's going on, you may or may not be getting the truth. Um, if you're actually being aware yourself, then you're more likely to have the more accurate details. Um, so, and you're going to have more details that way. Um, and that's, that's in pretty much any situation. So, and it's, and it's interesting the range of details you have when you're aware, uh, just just kind of it's it, it's interesting um, when when you're doing something. And I wouldn't do this when you're driving, but but if you're anytime you're out, okay, just kind of take um, if you're somewhere and you can do it, just kind of stop what you're doing. Uh, whether you, you're somewhere and you can kind of sit down or just just kind of stop and, and lean, lean back against the wall so you can just just kind of stop, okay and you're in a safe spot. And just watch what's going on. okay? That's why I said don't don't do it when you're driving. but just kind of watch what's happening and pay attention to all of your senses, okay. Sight and sound and smells and, and, and even, even touch what's near you and just kind of get the full sense of what's going on. i tell you something that's really cool that I can do now. Um, summer of 2019, when I had my, my last open-heart surgery, um, I had my heart valve replaced. Okay, And now, uh, when I go to sleep, and put my head down. I can hear my heartbeat. And actually, I can do it some other times too. But, but especially then when it's really quiet, put my head down the pillow, and I can hear my hear my heartbeat. And that that actually is a really cool way that is making me very aware of exactly that you know my heart is beating. And it's it's a kind of neat way right before I go to sleep to kind of get kind of recentered and just just like it makes makes me aware that my heart is beating and and it just and i kind of i kind of think and, and just kind of like think about the of my you know my my breathing and my heart is beating and, and just kind of start to relax it, it's kind of weird it just it's it's start it's it's become more that way over time, as I've gotten more used to it, it kind of freaked me out at first. I'm like, what, what? What's that noise? You know, because I, I, they didn't tell me it was, I was going to be able to do that, or I was going to be able to hear that. I, and I was like, okay, so somebody's dribbling a basketball outside. <clears throat> and then, then over time, I realized what the noise was because I didn't hear it in the hospital because of all the, the hospital noises. Um, but it's like I said, it's, it's comforting after everything that's happened to, to know my heart's beating steady each night um but it's it's like I said, it's kind of a neat way to to kind of get re-centered and just kind of relax and and doze off to sleep but um it, it's just it like I said, it's in it's interesting so how can you or what could you do to just kind of become more aware of your surroundings and maybe find something that you can do like that, that would help you just kind of maybe calm down, and just kind of get your emotions under control. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest going through what I did to do that, but <clears throat> something that you could do to, well, and meditation works really good. Anything like that that could calm your emotions down and help you to relax and kind of lessen stress and that sort of thing. Anything like that could, that could help would be really good. Let's see. <clears throat> now, do not get stuck in a rut and um, stay mad about things. How often do you know somebody that gets really, really mad about something and they just won't let it go? You know, they just they're they're either upset with somebody about something or they're and there's been a lot of that about politics lately. Um but they they just they I won't say can't because it's more like won't. Because really you have the ability to let anything go. But sometimes people just won't let things go. Now, that's like forgiveness, okay? Forgiveness is something people need to do too. And, okay, I understand how hard it is to forgive people and I understand how hard it is to let things go. I'm telling you, I really, 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 really do. But let me just tell you too, you're only hurting yourself when you won't forgive and you won't let things go. Now, recently I had somebody that I thought was a really, really, really close friend for almost 10 years. I found out that for the last two years they had been setting me up And I kind of had suspected something was going on, but I had no idea the extent of what was going on. And uh, trust me when I tell you I could be really, really, really upset about that right now. I'm not happy about it. And I could be holding a very large grudge about it. But... um, it wouldn't really do me any good and number one they would win if I did (laughs) and number two it would just make me bad make me mad and raise my blood pressure which would really not be good for me and it would be a waste of my time and my efforts And it's just not worth it. So, I, you know, I, I got, I've got better and happier and more interesting things to focus on. So, I'm like, okay, lesson learned. Um, and like I said, I, I got a whole, I mean, I, I wasted some time. I didn't waste nearly as much as I could have because I kind of suspected something was going on and um, I now have time to focus on things I want to focus on and I'm doing just that so you know um, but seriously I, I could be really ticked off about it but I I just you know They, they wasted a whole lot more time with all the, the stupidity of setting me up. And, I, you know, I'm like, I, you know, it, it was a colossal waste of their time as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, it, it's just not worth it. But you, you, will, you will cause all kinds of emotional pain for yourself. And like I said, overall, it's just really not worth it. So, seriously, you you don't hurt the other person by being upset and holding a grudge against them. You really don't. So, think about it. It, It's not, you're not hurting the other person. Now, boundaries. I have talked many times about boundaries on here. Um, One of the biggest ways to protect yourself and your emotions and to look out for yourself is to have healthy boundaries. And it's amazing the problems you can eliminate by having healthy boundaries. Now, a couple things about boundaries, though. You've got to set healthy boundaries. You have to tell people what your boundaries are. And then you have to stand up for your boundaries. If you don't stand up for your boundaries, they're useless. All right? If you don't stand up for them, nobody else is going to stand up for them. Why should they? Right? It's all—it's all fine and wonderful to say you have them, but if you don't do anything with them, they're useless. It's kind of like if you have a roll of fence in your closet, but you don't put it up around your yard—it's useless. Okay, so set boundaries and stand by them. Very, very useful thing to have. All right, oh, oh, and no. No is a very useful word, and it's the same in all languages. (laughs) So anybody should understand when you say the word no and use it. Do not be afraid to say no. If if you don't want to do something and somebody's trying to push you, say no. There is nothing wrong with saying no. And, and you know what? You're going to feel a lot better sometimes when you do. So if if the answer is no, say no. And and say it like you mean it, not No, because that's not going to do anything for you. Say no. Just like you would say it to your cat or your dog, say it to people. Say no. (laughs) That was fun, actually. All right. Now, there are going to be times when you're going to set out to do something, maybe personal, maybe business, maybe very personal, and we don't always succeed. Okay? Now, that's human. Okay? Not everybody is successful at everything they try. Actually, life would be kind of boring if everything we tried we succeeded at. I think it would be boring because, you know, where's so the challenge in that? So, no matter who we are, we have to learn how to fail from time to time now that i I saw i saw a meme one time or a saying or whatever that said if you've never failed you haven't tried hard enough or you haven't challenged yourself enough because if you've never failed at something then you've obviously done things that are too easy, which I like that. I like that because it's like it's like it's like if if you you've played a video game or or like a game on your phone and you never got stumped, then you need to switch from the easy setting to the like the harder setting, and when you do, then you're going to get stumped at some point. You know or or play people that are better, so um, like I said there's there's no there's nothing wrong with failing from time to time. That's gonna help you to learn and you need to learn and you need to improve and you need to get better, but you you do that by getting stumped from time to time. and this is this is a good thing because we all. We all continue to learn. This is this is good. There's you know, there's always there's always more to learn about anything. Okay? I I don't ever want to learn everything. I'd get bored if I learned everything. I always want to keep learning and growing and which I you know, that <laughs> that's why I always have something to do. I never get bored because there's always something else I want to learn. But, you know, we, we have to learn how to fail, and then we keep when, – when you don't succeed at something, like I said, that's human, okay? So then what you do is you figure out where the problem came in, what part of it was a problem, and then we figure out the solution, and then we proceed on. Okay. That's just like if if somebody's an entrepreneur and they have a business and there's a problem, well that doesn't mean just just because there's a problem with the business you don't shut your door. You figure out what went wrong and you can study other people that were in business or you can talk to somebody else that has a business and say, "Could you help me?" I mean, I I did that for years and went in and looked at the businesses and figured out what they were doing and offered suggestions on how to improve things. Like I said, did that for years. But don't think that having something not succeed the first time is a, a huge failure. It's not. It just means you got to find another way to do it, or you got to find a way to improve it. And there are unlimited ways to improve things. just takes a little imagination and a little bit of more work. All right. Learn to forgive. We talked about that. All right, now something that isn't especially popular is being responsible and accountable. For ourselves and our actions. um, Seems to be, and, and this seems to be like the last at least 10 or 15 years, is whenever something goes wrong, it's always somebody else's fault. You know, you talk to somebody and, and you say something, and they're like, well, that was so-and-so, so-and-so's fault. So and so did it. I didn't do it. They did it. <laughs> yeah, we. It, that years and years and years ago, I was accused of something I didn't do, and it really made me mad because it was it was something that I would I would never in a million years be caught doing. Um, any anybody that knows me knows it's something that I could not be more against so accusing me of it was a humongous insult um so i there was no way i was going to stand for somebody accusing me of this and so the people that that accused me actually the people that accused me were doing it themselves which made me even matter um but if, if you accuse me of something and I didn't do it, heaven help you, because I'm coming back. Uh, no, there's not going to happen. My mom was very much like that. And um, now, on the other hand, if, if I do something, I am more than willing to take the blame for it, if necessary, and to be accountable and responsible. So, um, like I said, I'm, I, it's, it's i'm I'm one of those i I'll do it, and then i'll you know I'll ask for forgiveness later if needed but um it's um it's interesting to people that do things and then want to deny it or put the blame off on somebody else or that kind of thing, but it's it's actually more empowering to say, yeah, I did it, you know and like I said, if if I do if I do something, sure. It's like, yep, I did. Um, I, there's just something about it, you know. If if you're gonna do whatever, own it. Say, so, yep, I did. And, and the thing is, when when you do that, you don't have to keep your story straight because you know what you did you know where you were you know what you did you know who and you know who you are you're true to yourself that way you don't have to go around saying okay now now who did I tell what and and what do I have to remember and who who knows this and who knows that and who knows the other and it's just you know just be straight about it if you did it you did it if you didn't you didn't And like I said, just be be honest with yourself and be honest with other people, and it's it's a lot less stress, and it's it just you can feel much better about yourself that way too, but so obviously, I can never go into politics <laughs> because you know, like I said if I did it, I did it, but um nah. Way too, way too blunt and honest for politics, but, and valuing personal development, that's an interesting, interesting one. Think about what kind of personal development you would want to do. Um, it doesn't seem, and maybe I just haven't seen it, but it doesn't seem like that's something that is covered at all in our education system. Now, it may be, and if I'm missing it, please, please comment and let me know about it, because I would would love to know that it is. Um, What sort, if any... Personal development is being offered in our regular, like K through 12, um, education system. Now, I, I know that there's forms of sex education, but as as a love coach, I have a whole lot of issues with that. Um, but what sort of personal development do you all think? people actually need that'd be an interesting thing too and what sorts do we actually get in our lives and how could that be improved that might be really cool too because we could cover some of that on the show so we we need to develop as people um, and then We need to find a value in it first, and then we need to find a way to develop those skills. That would be a really good thing to do on the show. So yeah, think about that, folks. What kind of personal development do y'all think people need, and are there some that y'all would like to hear on the show And if so, feel free to send me some messages about that. Like I said, you could send it through the um, contact page on the website at readyforloveradio.com on the contact page or readyforloveradio at gmail.com. Either one comes straight to me. I think it'd be interesting, just like I said, to see what people think. Because um, and and that would be in the archives too for people other people that don't listen when it airs the first time or even on the replays on the weekend. That would be that would be interesting because personal development could be could be a variety of different things because that could be that could be anything about relationships, of course. Could also be, like, communication, which is important in all aspects of life. Could be any kind of people skills. Could be... Um, could be job skills, getting jobs. Got a great person that I know about that. Um, could be kind of living skills living on your own skills could be uh, preparing to live on your own which is great skills for teens graduating and getting out on their own could be people getting out of college that have been living in a dorm and need to live on their own like completely on their own Um, people getting married and, and living as a couple Um, of course, then having children and, and that's a whole new set of skills. Interesting. There's there's all kinds of possibilities with that. I like that. Let me see. And self-care. Um, there's, there's so many ways to, to go with self-care too. You know, the, we, we talk about, you know, loving yourself. Taking care of your, I mean, caring for yourself, which is definitely part of your emotional health and and well-being. Um, so emotionally and mentally, and and physically taking care of yourself, you know, um, that that can be physically as far as you know, bathing, keeping your hair cut and and your grooming. Um, making sure that you've got nice warm clothes now that we're going into winter here in the eastern part of the US um, going to the doctor on a regular basis to make sure that that health wise you're doing okay um, taking taking the right vitamins and supplements going into the winter too. you know echinacea and vitamin C and all that um, there's just a, a lot of different things like that. And actually, i tell you what, folks, too. Um, if there's special topics, because I, I, I get to pick what I want to talk about every week. And if there's special things that y'all would like to hear about, feel free to send me any kind of ideas. Um, and that's, that's too, on the contact page on the website. And readyforloveradio at gmail.com. I'm, I'm open to your ideas anytime. So don't Don't hesitate to let me know I can't guarantee how quick I can get somebody and you know I'm picky Um, I always want to make sure I've got an expert and if you know an expert feel free to let me know and if I can work in the topic into the schedule I will do that too I can't make promises but I will definitely try so um I didn't get to everything on the list but I will have it on the website. So if you go to readyforloveradio.com slash emotional health, you will find the full list. And I hope everybody has a good week and that they're enjoying their autumn. And I will see you next time on Ready for Love Radio.